It's Comets Insider on ESPN Radio Utica, Rome. Presented by Bud Light, the world's favorite beer. Famous among friends. Chapu to Holm. Quickly to Weirtos. 35 left of the power play. To the near wing, Chapu. Now Holney shoots safe. Rebound, they score! Zach McEwen gets the Comets back on the board. 4-3 lead for the Comets. Cold Omens forced off it. That storms up ice. He's forced off the puck. Misplay. Shapu in on a breakaway. He shoots. Scores! Michael Shapu scores the game winner. His 10th of the year. Comets win in overtime. 2-1. to one. Here are your hosts, Rain and Scoop. Well, I got to tell you, it is fun to be here tonight. We got a new sponsor, Bud Light. Dilly Dilly Scoop. Dilly Dilly. 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 We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Slocum Dixon Medical Group and Bud Light are uh, bringing us along for the ride here. It is Utica Comets Insider with ESPN Utica Rome. We are at Swifties on Genesee Street. As Scoop always tells you, 24 different beers on tap. The food is fantastic. And we're here to talk some Utica Comets hockey. Scoop, rain, and we brought on Mike 3 tonight, our good friend, the voice of the Adirondack Bank Center. That is Tom Coyne. Welcome to you. Thank you. Nice to be here. And our player introduction tonight. We, let's see. Let me get the basics out here. Drafted by the Florida, Florida Panthers, third round, 80th overall, 2008 NHL entry draft. People do not usually refer to him as Mike Comrie. It's only happened a couple times. His name is Adam Comrie, and he knows Grace Fernandez from UTR. We'll tell that story later. We'll tell that story Interesting. In, probably in block three. Small world. And he just discovered uh, there's a lot of great places to get some coffee. Uh, Character Coffee's down the road now. Utica Coffee, of course, everybody loves that. But he snuck into the tram, and I want to give the tram a shout-out. My daughter goes there all the time. They even hit me up on social media. You like it over there. Yeah, I discovered that place last night. It was open mic night. Decided to stop in for uh, a Did you do a song? Uh, no, I don't have too much musical abilities, but uh, I uh, I definitely liked it in there. It was good vibes, uh, nice cozy place, and uh, yeah, it's nice exploring places around Utica. And it's an interesting group of folks that frequent the tram. Great soup at lunchtime. Absolutely. I like that place. They've been there a long time. They're over a decade in existence at least now, and it's uh, a few different locations. A couple too. of different. Where were they before that? You had to ask a question. I You're can't, welcome. I, I know they had their big party, and they had, like, uh, like music all day long at the Stanley. Right. Just they literally, few. everybody had, like, ten minutes to play, but they, they had an amazing number of artists pay tribute to them at the Stanley. Where the heck Stanley. were they before? We've got to get somebody to reach out with the wonders Please. of social media and radio <laughs> to let us know what their previous locations were. So, you got a place now. We got a place now. Officially, the PTO turned into uh, much more, so now you can settle in a little bit. Last week's guest, Dylan Blugis, is your roommate. How's, how is it settling in in Utica, aside from the tram? How do you like it here? I love the city of Utica. Um, it's great living with Dylan Blugis. I played with him last year in Syracuse, so it's been great. Um, it's awesome being uh, in Utica as home now. Uh, there's a lot of great places to eat, uh, spend time, and just uh, enjoy the city. Your versatility. Uh, by the way, Cam Darcy, another former te- teammate with the Crunch last year, and, of course, everybody knows Trent Cull's history. But you became like this instantaneous Utica Comets cult hero fan favorite because you're versatile. You, you're able to jump up on, on the front line. You, you scored some key goals. Uh, you, you just kind of came in here, and it's like, bang, who is this guy? He's doing everything. How did you develop that versatile game? You're a defenseman first. Yeah, well, last year I uh, I played a ton of games up front, so I got comfortable 
being up front. I felt a little lost, obviously, at the beginning. But coming here, you know, I talked to Trent before I came here, and he said I'm probably going to start up front. Really? So okay. I knew that coming in, so I had to change my mindset. And uh, when I came in, I started playing forward, and I got comfortable. I, I was actually on the second line for a while playing with, you know, yeah. guys that are going to put the puck in the net, and that was really exciting for me to do. And now I'm uh, growing into a, a different role and being able to uh, just forecheck hard, just do what Trent wants and play with speed and play hard. And it's a lot of fun playing up front and kind of just uh, – Making your legs work a little harder. Obviously, there's so much more skating, but uh, it's a lot of fun. What's your What's your preference? Uh, I don't know. I've been back and forth uh, a bunch this year. You don't care. Happy as long to be playing. Yeah, Listen, I just, just want to help, help help win and and just be on the bench with the guys and yeah. You don't care as long as I got that AHL deal going strong and I'm playing some professional hockey with a chance to get the NHL. You do whatever you got to do to get there. Scoop. What was the moment like? You found out that you got the AHL deal. Yeah, what were you doing? How excited were you? I imagine you called family first. Yeah, I, w- I walked into the rink uh, Saturday for a game, and uh, I got called in the office to uh, sign a contract, and that was a really exciting moment. I texted my family right away because I uh, couldn't really call them. It's about to play a hockey game. So right. uh, I got to talk to them afterwards, my grandparents and my parents and my brothers and sisters. So. It was exciting that uh, now I can call you to go home and uh, just uh, take a little load off the shoulders. You know, I, uh, the obvious question for many fans would be getting that call initially to come here and having experienced the Utica-Syracuse rivalry from the other side. But I want to go in a different direction on that and ask about coming in here and um, with a group at the time when you came in. This club had about, what, seven, eight other PTOs. It was almost like a preseason team. You had a bunch of guys that were scrambling, working, trying to hopefully get where you got, which is to get called into the office and say, here's a contract we'd like you to sign. What was that like? Because it wasn't preseason. You were in full blow into a, into the season and into a race for a playoff spot. That's a whole different perspective. Yeah, it was interesting. We almost had like a hotel crew, yeah. big hotel family. Everybody uh, was over there, yeah. Everyone was living uh, in the same place, and it was just really interesting to see that uh, the dynamics of the team change over the time, and we managed to pull out wins after wins, and uh, we're still doing it. Yeah. Uh, we're losing guys uh, to the NHL, and we're losing guys uh, that are you know, leaving off their PTOs, and we've just managed to find a way to win. It's amazing. The, the guy, there are three main guys right now have been called up to Vancouver in about the last week. Yep. 12-game unbeaten streak continues. Uh, Ryan Johnson just stated on Vancouver Radio earlier today, this team has had 100 transactions, just about 100 transactions this year. That puts into perspective with injuries, PTOs, guys getting signed, cut, re-signed, called up, set back down. That's it's a massive number if you think about it. Well, you go to the to the AHL and they have the daily report, which is a breakdown of all stats within the league. And you go to the Utica Comets page to see just their their scoring, and it's a four page roster sheet when you print it out. It's it's incredible. It's amazing how so many of the PTO guys have stepped up and contributed. You know, somebody goes down with an injury, somebody steps in and performs. Somebody goes up to the NHL, 
which we had to deal with this weekend. Everybody is there. Everybody is performing. So now we've got points in 12 straight games. we got six straight wins. And in the second spot, tied for the second yep. spot with Rochester for this playoff run. So it's Adam Comrie with us tonight on Utica Comets Insider ESPN Utica Rome. And, wow, it's... It's really kind of it's been it's been a fun season with with all of this turnover and all of these guys stepping up and you just wonder when the hell is it going to end? But oh, it's, don't but, but it's not. It's not. No, no, it keeps and, rolling. And, and and here's the thing: I I wonder when you look at all of that, and I'm sure you're going to agree. I know you're probably a big Trent Call fan, but. I'm not the only one that has stated the fact that I think you're you're probably playing for a potential AHL coach of the year. I don't know who else is in the running for that. Like with everything the team is is dealt with, I don't know if anybody agrees with me. But well, I I, I will I'll say this in all the years of watching uh, uh, what we've had here at the AHL level in coaching, and you go back to Tommy McVie and Herb, Herb Brooks. Brooks and and uh, Robbie Fatorik and. And, uh, of course, Greener, who's now up uh, and doing a, uh, a great job in Vancouver. The, the things that, that Trent has pulled off since really December in putting a club together, getting a club to, to learn their, his system, to play within his system, to play with a level of intensity. You know, they're, they're hired guns. You know, it's almost like uh, uh, the Quentin Tarantino film where uh, where you had the Magnificent Seven, where we're all got to pull together and we're all gunslingers, but we have this main objective. Getting them to buy into that is a heck of a trick unto itself. Hey, what does he do? How does he do it? What's his magic? He just knows what he's doing. He knows exactly the next thing that he's going to do. I think he's been watching these guys. Uh, I mean, he's been assistant coach in Syracuse for many years, and he just... He he got he knows his way and he's sticking to his way and he gets the guys to buy in and it's a lot of fun to play under him because he plays with so much he has so much passion between everything. Scoop. It's your teammates though too. Your teammates are part of the buy-in because guys like you come here and you go, wow, this is a pretty amazing room and the energy in this room and the way people want to play here. You buy into the system. Next thing you know, you've got it. 12 games in a row with a point. You know what I noticed, too? And we've had a coach here a couple times this year, and I'm sure you've talked to him around the building, but he, he's a great communicator. He comes in here, and it's like he's our best buddy, and we're just we're just talking, and he remembers things from previous conversation that we had, you know, at that point two months prior, yep. and he references it. And so he's got this ease about him that everybody just feels like you're part of it. And and he, he's real good at it. He's real. It's stealth, but he's very good at it. I don't know if that if, if maybe that's something that translates with him in the locker room. Yeah, you know what? I always thought he was a really smart, thoughtful man. And as a coach, he he's uh, he's really good at communicating and letting guys know exactly what he needs out of them. And he does it the right way. Um, last year, I, I actually told him, I don't know if he took it the right way, but I said he was a brainiac. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I've always thought he's got a he's got a way with his words, and, and uh, he's a hard worker, too. You see him sweating. You know, he works out hard. He skates a bit, too, with the boys and does a couple laps. So, you know, it's nice to see that. It makes me feel good. He's my age exactly. So the fact that he's still getting out there, ooh, that's a relief. Adam Comrie joining us on Utica Comets Insider. We're at Swifties on Genesee Street, courtesy of the Slocum Dixon Medical Group and Bud Light. 
right here on ESPN Utica. Well, my name is Rain Scoop is here. Tom Coyne is here, the voice of the Adirondack Bank Center. Adam Comrie, number 44 on the ice, shoots left, uh, defenseman by trade, but he doesn't mind playing forward. But let's go back to the beginning with you. We always like to do this. We want to get to know you a little bit more. So it started out, you were born in Ontario. Uh, what town? Uh, Canada. Canada. Uh, then, when you were about eight years old, you moved outside of Washington to Ashburn, Virginia. Correct. Correct. And that's that's kind of where you got into hockey, but it's a little different there. So start there and take us through the journey a little bit. Where that ended up with you back in uh, the OHL, and then you went to the ECHL. And I'm curious how you wound up uh, with the the Blue Jackets, the the, the team at. In Columbus, right? Right. Yeah, that was the you went up there. Yeah, that was the we, inaugural season uh, in the USHL in Ohio for the was, Junior Blue Jackets. Was Cole Castles there by chance when you were uh, there? No. Okay. No, I think he's about five years. Yeah, younger. I think he's a bit younger. Right. Uh, but no, I I started playing hockey in Ottawa when I was super young. So it was just uh, always playing in the streets, outdoor pond hockey, and then when I moved to Virginia, I continued playing on. Uh, on the local teams and there wasn't really too many rinks around so it was, it was tough to find a team to play on and i just enjoyed it uh played uh all the way up till 15 and then i left to go uh, i got drafted to the ushl so i played in the uh, ushl for a year left there and went to the ohl for three years saginaw uh, saginaw and guelph yep and then i went uh started in rochester so not too far away and then you were drafted. That's uh, about the time you were drafted by Florida. Yep. Three-year entry deal. Then you bounced around there back ECHL, AHL. Take us through that journey that got us to here. Uh, started in Rochester. Um, didn't uh, do too well my first year. Didn't really uh, get a hang of it. But uh, I took a little sabbatical my second year. Saw that, uh, yep. And then uh, my third year, I went to Reading and just had a really solid, fun year. I got called up to uh, Worcester, went to Worcester, finished off the season there, and then signed a deal uh, with Worcester for the next season, played there. And then I went back to Reading, <laughs> then I got called up to Lehigh, back to Reading, called up to Lehigh, and then I signed in Syracuse last year. And now I'm here. Wow, man. So you, it's been a journey for sure. A lot sure. of frequent flyer miles this there. This dude can pack a suitcase yeah. in 90 miles. seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about being a minimalist. Yeah, <laughs> you, you learn to travel light, I'm yeah. sure. So uh, one of the things I found in the bio, and I cleared this with, with Adam before uh, we went on the air, is, you know what, we got to take a quick break. So what we'll do is I'm going to lead off with that, that question. It, it, there's... Uh, there's an issue that's not addressed necessarily that all human beings deal with, and I think that Adam has a great way to deal with this and a great outlook on it, and it applies to those that are athletes or not athletes. So we'll do that next. Comets Insider on ESPN Utica. Roma, we'll be right back. This is Comets Insider with Rain and Scoop, broadcasting live from Swifties on Genesee Street on ESPN Radio Utica, Rome. And when you're coming down Wednesday night for that Galaxy Cup matchup with the Syracuse Crunchies. Oh, fighting words. You can, uh, you can pop here into Swifties. You could use the shuttle to and from the game. All those beers on draft. All the great food. Had the uh, sassy chicken sandwich tonight. Our guest, Adam Comrie, who was a member of the Syracuse Crunch, the Rochester Americans. Tom Coyne is with us here. Rain Man. We, we were talking before uh, in the first part of the show about that coming over last year for you know having been in Syracuse and then coming over here and we didn't get to that part of 
going from Crunch now to Utica and the dynamic of that changeover. Utica's my team. There it is. That's the right answer around here, <laughs> let me tell you. You're ours now. <laughs> yeah. So you're you're a part of the family now. So I wanted to I wanted to ask, and I cleared this with Adam beforehand, and, and it's it's something that a lot of people deal with in, in different forums. About there was a portion of your career, and if you go through, and I found a little bit of a bio online, and it said when you were in juniors, you had what was best labeled as some inappropriate behavior, and you you found out that you had ADHD, and you had some medication to deal with that, but you basically decided. I'm not. I'm going to deal with it on my own. And you told me off the air that you, you kind of have an interesting way and perspective that you deal with this and that you talk about this, and it's and it's a conversation that you've had. So I think there's a lot of people out there that would really appreciate hearing your words on it. So if you're willing to share. Yeah, when I was younger, I think I'd, I it was a, a school thing for sure that I think made it an ADHD quotable thing. Right, for sure. And it was not because I was... I was in class not wanting to be there. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be outside or playing hockey or doing something else active. Instead, I was in school and I was not happy with sitting in my desk and learning. But it's not that I didn't want to learn, but I just didn't want to sit there and learn like that. Absolutely. And I just think everyone uh, can be labeled a certain way, but it mu- it's not necessarily the right label. Um, I, I think there's a... There's a misconception of people that are hyperactive that just want to be active, and there's different ways of learning. And I listen to a lot of podcasts like Elon Musk, and he's already made a school for his own kids because he's teaching them to learn a different way. And that's just it's just very hard to to overcome something when someone tells you you have something wrong with you, and they put a label on, and you. they put a label on you, and it, and you're almost thinking, oh, maybe something is wrong with me. Not so, everybody functions in the quote-unquote traditional senses. Some, right. some people need different stimulation or different ways to accomplish their goals. Go ahead. Right. So I, uh, I was taking medication, and it really, uh, really didn't work well with my body, and so I decided to stop taking it and uh, just change things and started doing yoga and meditating and, and just, uh, just looking at it as a, as a different thing like knowing that i need to exercise or knowing that i need to do something stimulating rather than just sit and do something so it's definitely a different outlook and you mentioned there was a, a charitable organization something somewhere along the line yes. story so uh i have a buddy uh scott tansky who plays in the echl he started a tansky talks uh where uh you know there's the stigma behind just so many uh, mental illnesses and he decided that it'd be best for hockey players and other people to just be able to talk about what's going on and there's no judgment there's no stigmas there's there's just us trying to help each other hockey's definitely stepped up when it comes to dealing with that issue on the nhl level on the ahl level uh recently just the other night the, the syracuse crunch and other teams also as far as inclusion and, and love yeah. and, and respecting diversity and things like that and it's just so nice to see that message those types of messages being portrayed and that hockey's it, leading the way it's really. okay they're completely leading the way and it's okay to be who you are it's okay to be who you are let me ask, you're right, and, and, and Scoop points out that people will place labels and then you have to deal with that and overcome that. But on a purely personal level, at, at some point, 
you you must have had to check yourself and say, well, yeah, this isn't the issue, but there is an issue there. I do have to deal with this. How did you break down that wall? How did you do you decide this is this is something I've got to work on and I've got to find the right way of working on it? Yeah, just what what can make me better uh, overall, and just uh, just a self awareness check and uh, decided what's what's best for me and what's going to get me uh, to a better place. And uh, I decided to just take different uh, a different route than the usual, but. I think uh, I think it's helping, and I'm just trying to create a better version of myself no matter what label or anything's been put on me in the past. Mm-hmm. Well, it's definitely been a successful season so far since you've gotten here, man. You have caught people's attention. Adam Comrie's with us. It's Comets Insider, Utica Comets Insider. We are at Swifties on Genesee Street, courtesy of Bud Light and the Slocum Dixon Medical Group here on ESPN Utica Rome. Scoop, Rain, Tom Coyne, Adam Comrie. Let's get back to the ice. You have said that you want to be known as an all-around player with your ability, of course, to play on the front line or play on the back line. You have proven that. You have size. Uh, you've talked about liking to use your speed and things like that. And, and definitely, if you watch Comets hockey or the Trent Call style, you fit perfectly in this type of hockey. So what's left for you to work on? If if you had to assess yourself, what are those few little things, detail-oriented, that you got to get better at, that you know you got to get better at? Uh, definitely wall work, uh, especially as a... F- playing forward i i'm not used to it so just being harder on the walls and and maybe just a quicker jump on the forecheck um i'd obviously like to uh contribute a little more on the power play and use my shot to my advantage wow he man you thought about this <laughs> that was a clear concise answer absolutely part of, part of getting yourself better so tell so tell, Trent call 101 right now is that <laughs> is that what it is just thinking always so, thinking so what are some of the things as far for a casual fan out there that doesn't know the game on this level, what are the little things as, as far as getting better at wall work that you would have to do? Uh, just instead of standing on the wall, stand a little off the wall or face, face a guy or push a guy out or just little things like where you put your stick, where you're standing, how you're standing, you know, check to look to see who's coming and if anyone's coming, you know. It's crazy that all of this stuff has to go through your head in a second and a half while you're skating 25 well, miles well, less an hour. Than that, and it's a scrum along the boards. And, I mean, an, and there's an, some guy flying in there to get you that you aren't going to see very often. If yeah. I don't make the right decision right now, this guy is going to plaster me into this wall. And you know that. And you know that. Or, or you know somebody's going to. you got to make those decisions. <laughs> does Coach... Does coach Get on the ice. I assume he does. He gets on the ice and he works with you on this type of stuff. But does he show you guys this stuff in film, too? Like, hey, that's a perfect example of how you do it right. Hey, that's a perfect example of doing it wrong. And if you do this next time, you're going to be okay. Yeah, I mean, the the biggest thing that he harps on all the time is just how to use your stick. Get your stick stick in first, stick on puck, and hit the body. And uh, simple things like that. He He's a very simple, hardworking uh coach he he wants you to play his style his game and when you buy in you can see we're winning games and we're having fun doing it absolutely is it difficult uh as a player to get into a team that is in the situation that the comets are in when you arrived here where they had to start putting wins together and now that they've started to do that you're starting to climb that that ladder uh now tied with with uh, actually statistically i think in second place on a, on a percentage. I can give you the actual percentage. Okay. I actually have it. Utica is at 622. Rochester is at 620. 20, That's yeah. the difference. So you're in second place. It's Now is the fight when really you're starting to solidify that playoff position. Uh, and then 
battle for a position within there. You, but you haven't been part of for a long part. You weren't part of the organization. Now you are part of the organization. Is that a difficult thing to get into this team mentality uh, and 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 start playing for a club, a city, a group of fans? I think this has been the easiest place to feel a part of something, and it's it's a big something. I mean, from top to bottom, this place uh, is amazing. From the restaurants to the building to the fans to the guys in the room to the coaching staff to the trainers it is top notch it's a, it's a great environment to go to every day and work with awesome men and awesome people so bockers at rock and jump tonight by the way brendan woods was at clinton elementary today reading uh, yeah a, a number of the guys are up at turning stone right now for a, a poker that's tournament. right the poker tournament. how'd you draw the short straw and get this gig <laughs> tonight adam down here with us uh, no, this isn't a short star. This is great. It's great to be here with you guys. See, now, th- this guy can run for a politician here now, you know. Yeah. Because I mean, a lot of people would have just thrown Andy Zilch right under the bus. Yeah, usually. Well, <laughs> you can. Uh, feel free. We love to give him some stuff. So, obviously, you play hockey for... I, you play hockey for a living, Adam, but, you know, in reading through some, some more of your bio information, I was fascinated that you're a big soccer and baseball guy. You still follow other sports besides hockey is the question. Or are you so focused if, in season? If you want to consider Formula One racing a sport, then yes. Yes, yeah, I, uh, I definitely follow that sport, and it is just so much fun. I've really gotten into the last uh, five years or so. Who's your favorite and, driver? Uh, Lewis Hamilton. Okay, uh, a lot of people like him. Close to Max Verstappen. Uh, but they're, they're all just fun to watch. They're great personalities. They're the best in the world, and they're basically in planes on the ground. So... It's a lot of fun. I want to know where some of your loyalties are in other sports based on the fact born in Ontario but raised near D.C. I'm curious how that goes. We're going to do that. Can you hang out with us for a few more minutes? You got anywhere to go? Uh, for sure, yeah. We're going to get some more questions out there to Utica Comets. Adam Comrie will do that next. This is Comets Insider on ESPN Utica Rome. Broadcasting live from Swifties on Genesee Street, this is Comets Insider with Rain and Scoop on ESPN Radio Utica Rome. So Comets Insider daughter is... Comments Insider is back. I'm sorry, what were you saying? Oh, we're having a conversation with someone at the bar. But you know. We can bring him up. You know this guy? My daughter-in-law. <laughs> we're having. We're sorry, we're just having conversations with people standing here at Swifties. <laughs> uh, they're ordering some drinks. There's 24 beers That's on That's what tap. happens down here. That's right. Swifties is on Genesee Street in Utica, ZSPN, Utica, Roman Comments Insider from Bud Light and Slocum Dixon Medical Group. Scoop from OUR is here. I'm on K-Rod, the station that broadcasts the Comets games. And Tom Coyne is, I sometimes call him the voice of God at the Utica Odd, now the Adirondack no. Bank Center. He's been the public address announcer for a very long time. So you go to a game. That's the guy that you hear. Thanks a shout out, by the way, from the ice surface refinisher. The As other you night. were uh, on the hot rod Zamboni. Yeah, we were chucking out T-shirts, there you go. and I, I came along and I saw him announcing it, and I hear my name, and I kind of looked up and I looked back, and he gave me a salute, and I gave him one back, and it was nice. It was nice to see you at the game. So Adam is nice enough to stick around for another segment, and I wanted to kind of ask where your loyalty lies outside of hockey with some other sports. But beyond that, you, you've mentioned a couple of times that you have plenty of interests that are not sports-related. So let's start with the sports. Where do, where do you like, or who do you like in baseball? And then I know you like soccer. Who do you like in football or basketball? And then what are the other things you like and are interested in off the ice to get away from the game? Uh, I'd say just because I grew up in Ottawa, hockey was the Ottawa Senators. For sure. Uh, of course, that's 
you know, kind of a thing too with the Washington Nationals because I didn't watch baseball until I went to the Washington National until I moved to Washington and the Nationals are there and it's just, you know, the old Montreal Expo. So it's kind of a Canadian team. So I uh, fell in love with them. So kind of just where I'm from is who I root for. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's tough to root for the Redskins, but you got to because yeah. I. I grew I agree. up watching them, so I agree. It's uh, tough to root for the Redskins. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really is. Uh, so, but being around Philly, you know, it was great to watch uh, an underdog win. But I also was in Worcester, so I got to see uh, you know teams like Boston play, win a World Series. That was really exciting to go to. So I'm more of a fan of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's great to have a couple teams that I like to follow and watch. But uh, other things that I like to do outside of just playing hockey, I. Uh, ride bikes, longboard. I uh, like to do some yoga. Just uh, just be outside and just uh, take in nature. And there's all sorts of things you can do in the city too. When you when you were growing up down uh, up in Ottawa, of course, it, you know up in, in Canada, hockey is the game. But did you play a lot of other games? And 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 is it? Do you think as a pro athlete? That's important for young kids to diversify as opposed to just be on the ice all the time or just be on the hard court all the time or just be on the diamond all the time and specialize in a single sport. Yeah, it's fun to play a bunch of different things so you can learn how to practice because you realize that practice does make perfect because when you play it more and do it more, you can see things happening that are you're not used to and you just keep growing and get betting at better at it. So just like when you kick a soccer ball 100 times, and then you go shoot a hockey puck a hundred times. You're growing and practicing and having fun and learning sports and what other people are like in those sports. And it's just a lot of fun, you know, creating friendships and relationships with people. So Adam Comrie is with us from the Utica Comets here on Comets Insider. Um, your girl is a TV anchor? She is. And you said where was that again? Uh, Allentown for WFMZ. And you were hitting her up for some, some pointers on doing this? Yeah, I was definitely trying to, trying to get better at uh, being on the on the mic i see but you've done this now for three segments and i think you've you've you're, improved you're doing well. every segment and i bring that up because tom obviously working with the tv station right and grace fernandez let's get to that little story of how hey, well t- let's see how adam and grace and everybody knows each other as, as adam Comrie pointed out he, he was uh, a, a native of ottawa of the ottawa area and ended up going down to virginia Grace Fernandez is, is uh, our anchor at 10 o'clock on uh, Eyewitness News First at 10 on WFXV. And uh, she is from the Virginia area and grew up uh, in Virginia. Her, her family moved there from Mexico. And we were, I was in the, in the penalty box uh, one night doing the game, and Lucas Frankel, our sports director, was off that night. So I had to feed both Grace and Ange Pavlovsky, who does our 11 o'clock news, sports information on the Comets game. And Adam either had an, a goal or he had an assist, and, and you know, I type it up and send it, text it back to them, Adam Comrie. And Grace texts me back and says, I think I know him. I said, well, okay, great. You, if you've been to the game and you bought a program, you know him. Um, but she said, no, I grew up with him. And I'm thinking, I did not know that you were a Virginian at that point and said, that just can't be. But then she says, I know his sister. And he ends up in the penalty box. And so I go over to him and I said, hey, I think you know. You ask him a question no about joke. his sister in the penalty in box? In the penalty this box. This is a bad time. There's a lot time. of interesting conversations <laughs> through the penalty box, <laughs> I tell you. Yeah. And sure enough, 
his sister and, and Grace Fernandez, who does our 10 o'clock news, uh, grew up together. A little bit more on the, any, any other from the other side of this? Yeah. Speak, speak got, for your side. I got a text after the game one night, and my sister was saying that Grace lived here, and she asked if I wanted to be a, have, a, have a friend. So, uh, yeah, it was funny getting a text. Just It's, it's crazy how small of a world it, it is. Would, yeah. people everywhere that you know that you have a contact with. And, uh, you know, it's just great. It's nuts. It sure is. Go. So it, it, you have an interest in soccer. I've always kind of been fascinated by how you'll see hockey players very often before a game. They might have a soccer ball in the locker room. And they're warming up, kicking it back and forth. And there's a there's a hand-eye coordination thing there maybe perhaps a, a foot-eye coordination thing that translates to hockey i think because i see so many guys doing it and it helps them loosen up helps them get ready for a game did you are you any of you guys doing that in the locker room uh, uh yeah there's, game? there's a big group of guys here that do it uh i don't partake uh but uh yeah they're good they have fun it's a great bonding experience for the guys and just you know getting ready for the game just loosen up a bit like you said and just you know enjoy enjoy your time of the rink play a little game you know compete uh, all the boys just want to win all they just want to compete and you know that's have some bragging rights in the locker room create that uh, camaraderie so it's a lot of fun and a lot of the guys play video games like Thatcher Demko is a theme yeah. is is notorious for being as competitive uh, on the uh, the video game hockey as he is on the ice for real. Well, one of the guys said he's probably even worse at video games, I heard. Yeah. So are you into that? Is that something you spend your time doing? I do not pick up any video games. No, I don't. Uh, but I know a lot of guys here play a lot of games, and uh, it's a trend amongst hockey players. Uh, but I think it's great. They all play against each other with each other, and it's just funny to uh, hear them talk about it at the rink. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Adam Comrie joining us here on Comets Insider at Swifties on ESPN Utica Rome. Brought to you by Bud Light now and the Slocum Dixon Medical Group. Tom Coyne is here. My name is Rain, and we've got Scoop. So I'm going to bore you with a couple of really quick numbers, but it's just going to display something. The Comets, this stat came out today of some Vancouver media talking about it. Comets, since Christmas, 13-2-2-2, win percentage. By the way, the Crunch, who we just jumped over right. in the standings, are at 700 uh, win percentage, 13-5, 1-1. No, that's my point, is you are seeing some damn good hockey getting played in this North Division. Uh, but the Comets power play, third best in the AHL right yep. now. Penalty kill is second best in the AHL right now. So even strength and special teams. You, you are on literally the hottest team in the American Hockey League right now with a 12-game win streak. Nobody right now is playing better than the Utica Comets. And like you said earlier, that's got to be an awesome atmosphere to walk into. Not, not just from you like the guys that you play with and you love playing for Coach Call and you love this city and you love you know the Adirondack Bank Center, but you got to love playing hockey at this level. you got to feel like you're in a zone, and like you have this edge going. Right it makes now. sense when you said this is, this is the best I've had it in my hockey career. Yeah, it's got everything that you want in a hockey town. Um, I think the fans are just great here. And when they get those chants going, I mean, they come up to Syracuse, they come to Binghamton, and it's just great hearing that chant. And just having the city behind you is just great. And, oh, man, it's just a lot of fun here. So in your chances to be out in the community like a lot of the guys are tonight, the guys are up at the casino and, you know, reading to the kids and things like that, you've, you've had to experience a little bit of that now. 
Uh, what are the What are the fans saying to you? How are they treating you? I mean, it's got to be you're, you're a rock star. I tell everybody. I've said this a million times. Scoop will attest to it. We talk about the fact that if you're on the comets in this city, you're a rock star around yeah. here. You really are. Yeah, we get treated so well here, and I noticed that this is the best city I've been to, like I said before, in terms of that. And it's just great going out to restaurants or going out places, and people recognize you. And everyone just treats treats you with so much respect, and, and it's just great. Everyone uh, asks how you're doing, how the team's doing. They know how the team's doing, and it's just it's fun to be in a city where you can talk to people about what's going on and you know how they see it through their eyes. Yeah, the, you, everywhere you go, you see Comets gear. Everywhere you go. All right, we've got to take another break. We'll come right back. Uh, we've got another segment for everybody on Comets Insider with ESPN Utica Rome. Adam Comrie is our guest, so stick around. Broadcasting live from Swifties on Genesee Street, it's Comets Insider with Rain and Scoop on ESPN Radio Utica Rome. 1310, 1350, 1230 a.m. on the ESPN UR app, ESPNUR.com. This will be posted. If you just happen to tune in and you've missed a, a large part of the show, we're going to have this podcast. We're going to have this online. Check my Twitter, Scoop16, the ESPN Sportzilla Twitter, and the ESPN Utica Rome Twitter, our Facebook pages. It'll be all over the place so you can hear the whole thing. At TomCoin5 is yours, right? Right. At TomCoin5. Okay. Now, Tom, being the the voice of the arena, the Adirondack Bank Center, I, I wanted to ask you what it's been like to be a part of this six-game winning streak and the streak of 12 games with consecutive points. Yeah, with winless. You know, it's, it's almost in, incomprehensible because... As 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 Adam had pointed out, these are these are guys, and, and I think it was actually it was Rain who pointed it out in a question to Adam. It if you looked at it on paper, it doesn't make sense. So like an ad hoc lineup, and these all these PTO ab- guys. It absolutely is. It's like a preseason lineup. You know, guys that aren't in the organization haven't been signed in, and yet they win and they find ways to win, and they just scrap from opening face-off to the horn. To your point, I'm just going to feed you this. In the North Division, on December 14th, we were sixth. Yeah. Okay, had a playoff spot. Now, as of the 11th, second place in the North Division. Over the past two months, with all of those injuries, new, a large percentage of those 100 transactions I was telling you about, and this is where this team is. Go ahead, continue. And, and, and take a look at that. In that period of time, you have not had... Reed Boucher for all of it. You have have not had uh, Darren Archibald for all of it because he had, he had the injury. He came off the face injury. He played well, and then he gets called up. Don't forget, uh, Carter Banks has been out for a Carter while. Banks has been has has been out f- uh, for quite a while. Um, and then you know you had Goldie was up, then Goldie comes back, and. Uh, Chapu was up, and then Chapu comes back. Megna has not been in 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 play here. Yep. Um, it's it's incredible to believe that they. But you know what the, the biggest difference is, and it's it's somewhat unheralded. But two things: number one, the defense has settled down. Yes. Although part of that time, Jamie Cyphers, one of the mainstays on the defense, was out of the lineup. But the defense has settled down. Uh, guys like Holm has, have been uh, very important. Jalen Chatfield, who just got hurt, very important. Ashton Sautner, very important. Um, Brizwa 
unheralded. Yeah, steady. But yet steady. Steady. You know, and, and Zach McEwen, you got all these guys that are contributing. I'm glad you brought him up, if I could interject. Sure. Uh, Rick Dalawal, who writes, uh, one of the writers that you might follow on Vancouver. Twitter, up in Vancouver. Uh, some of this, were, some of the stuff I've been giving you today, I want to, by the way, give him credit because it was from his, his Twitter feed in an interview that he did with GM Ryan Johnson that I've got some of this. But the darling of Vancouver media as far as those unheralded prospects coming out of the Quebec League was Zach McEwen. What he has done coming out of that league and how much better he has gotten over the course of this season, he is extremely vital and important to this lineup and the success of this team. He's been there all year. He's putting up a ton of numbers. He's a big body, and he's still young. He's playing well. Go ahead. I'm sorry. But you could also see, and, and from where I sit, right on the glass, you could see he's getting confident. You could see it in his face and the way he's looking around the ice. He's really developing that confidence, and that's a vital, vital factor. Reed yeah. Boucher goes up to the parent club, the Canucks. He gets two goals. Yeah. A 6 nothing shutout win. Goldie went back up and got an assist. Archie got in a fight. Yeah. Well, we got the music coming up under us. Uh, we got to wrap things up. We know Tom- what that means. Tom Coyne, Scoop, I'm Rain. One last thing is uh, Comet's face-off with Lucas Frankel and Andy Zilich. 8.30 Thursdays on WPNY. A lot of the stuff we talk about is visualized there. Other than that, we always leave the last part of the show up to Scoop. So, Scoop, take us out. Go Comets!